Hello and welcome to Owl Pellets, Tips for Ag Teachers podcast. Our goal at Owl Pellets is to help agriculture teachers like you find research-based solutions to the problems you face every day in the high school classroom and as you advise your FFA chapter. Here you will find practical tips for your agricultural classroom and interesting information to incorporate into your teaching. We invite the best agricultural education faculty and researchers from around the country to come and talk with us and share what they have learned. The Owl Pellets crew is Kate Shoulders from the University of Arkansas, Marshall Baker from Oklahoma State University, and me, Brian Myers from the University of Florida. For more information on Owl Pellets, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and visit our webpage at owlpelletsforag.wordpress.com. That's owlpelletsforag, all one word, .wordpress.com. Owl Pellet Nation, we are back with another critical conversation. And many of you may have not seen this yet, but we're here to bring a public service announcement. (laughs) All ag teachers, get excited. Um, A new guide for SAEs has been released Mm -hmm. along with resources. And it's the product of about four or five years of work by lots of partners. And now it has finally come together in and been formalized. So before we begin, if you're worried or wondering about what this is, it's www.ffa.org backslash the council. Can you, and this when is, you po- post the video, can you put that in the description? For yeah. Me? Okay, guys, so look below in the description. Marshall put it in yeah. there, holding you accountable. Thank you. I'll have to edit that. <laughs> so <laughs> if you go to the Council for Agricultural Education, Um, you'll see that the resources are now posted there online. Um, And this is called SAE for All. And that's the guide that we're going to talk about. SAEs um, have changed a little. And the framework has changed. And and maybe more, maybe the better word has been clarified. And now there are some really parameters and a graphic that really depicts what an SAE is. So, you're an ag teacher working your hiney off, Mm -hmm. what does this mean for you? And and, and is it a change or is it just a clarification? And how would we move forward with this? And what are the next steps? That's the critical conversation for today. So I have been thinking about this um, from when I was an ag teacher and what would I do with it? And I think um, there, I think I would probably spend a year being like, yeah, I'll just hold off on that um, because I'm already busy, I'm already doing things and this was introduced to me at Christmas. So I'll probably wait until the summer to get a good look. And then I could probably go through and um, so it's got the these five areas that all SAEs will focus on. Career exploration and planning, employability skills for college and career readiness, personal financial management and planning, workplace safety and ag literacy. And I think for most of the existing SAEs, you could say, yeah, we do that. So um, I think overall when you look at it, it, it first looks um, kind of daunting. But when you actually get into it, I think those those skills in those five areas aren't too far off from what we've hoped SAE has done all along, but maybe it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I, I really like the title of the document. And hopefully that's a guiding philosophy. You know, SAE for all. I think we, we talked about SAEs, SAEs before here. And I think for the most part, all of us agree that they're a very important part of school-based ag, and, it's, and every student, I think, can benefit from them. Um, as Kate was talking about, I think there's a couple of things that could happen here. 
as we tried to implement this thing. One, an ag teacher could ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist. And that don't, may not be the answer we want. I think the other thing is this may just become the answers to quiz bowl questions that, that we go from here. And, you know, it becomes a one-day lessons on our intro to FFA and SAE thing, which really doesn't cause any changes. I think we could actually cause us to reflect about why we do SAEs with students and what's the purpose of them and how we do it. You know, we've argued in the past, you know, I think the danger of the three-circle model, the three-component model of AgEd is we say essays are the separate component. And hopefully we can, if anything else, this may help bring it into the conversation, say the SAE is part of what we've got going on here. Um, or it can actually fundamentally change what we're trying to do. So I, I think those are important things we look about what we're going to do with this document. I think it's important to see that we're at least recognized that the SAE of long ago or at the beginning was a really good thing, but we, we recognize times have changed and we're going to apply things differently now. Well, and I, I, you know, we look at the beginning of SAE and how we got to where we are today. And, you know, it's interesting just to look at, we've been forced to really think about what is an SAE and what does that look like for us in our schools. You know, we had talked about Rufus Stimson began by, we're going to teach young men about agriculture. And they said, well, clearly you need labs. So we need to bring you some cattle and some and some produce and, and everything you need for this agriculture to show students how to do that. And Stimson was very wise as our forefather mm -hmm. of SAE by saying, no, I don't want you to bring anything. I want students to bring their own agriculture from home to school. Yeah, what did he say? The 50, he was, it was all about career prep, but it's based on where they were going. All the students were going back to the farm. So I think he said um, the 50 boy school farm was normal, but the 50 man farm was not. <laughs> right. So That's by right. working on a school farm, they were actually not being able to prepare themselves for the careers that they were then going to back on the farm. And I think he had talked about, and I found this related, um, we worked with Brian, you were on this team. We went to Egypt and worked on SAEs. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like what I envisioned Stimson talking about. They were bringing these questions in from home and during other pieces of their, their day while they were not learning in, you know, while they were not in school, but they were with their buddies, they were saying, hey, I got this cow that's doing whatever, or I'm finding this in my field, what do you think? So for him to be able to say, wait, this is actually what we're learning about. We don't need to set up this superficial kind of school farm. They're, they're doing it at home. It's pretty novel. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you, you start there with they weren't preparing the students at this um, institution for the real things they would be facing. So, I, you know, I see the biggest focus of this new SAE for All guide is a real focus on it is career preparation. And that becomes blaringly evident. And as I look at this document, and, I, you know, we all have opinions, and there's words I would change, and there's little things here and there I might shift around. But in an, looking at it, the, that's the big thing I see is that we are, we are refocusing on this was intended by Rufus Stimson to prepare people for the job they would do in agriculture. But it's weird because back then that meant everybody was on their family farms and that meant 
you know, what my dad did, going back to your family farm and conducting the work on that farm. And that's where I find it so challenging is as an ag teacher, that looks so different today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we go back to, you know, Stimson's root, I think this guy does a good job bringing us back to what are the jobs or tasks that our students will face and how does this component uniquely and authentically prepare our students to work in those places, um, which might even be ag or non-ag. You know, yeah. So that's where it gets messy for me is it looks so different than it did in Stimson's day. Right. And, and I guess you know, one thing, I, I commend the council for the work they're doing on this. I think they've done some good stuff. I do have some questions and some, some things for them. And, and this was a disclaimer, the views of Brian Myers may not be the views of Al Pellets or the University of Florida, that, that kind of <laughs> disclaimer. Um, I, I think it's a really good start. We had to make some changes. And it's, I'm glad we did something and didn't wait for a perfect document. Yeah, so often forever. we just sit here and we wait for something to be perfect or us all to agree on or, or whatever else. And so I'm glad we, we got to move forward. We got to to make some things happen. The thing that I do like as you go through this guide, it really focuses, I think, on on growth, on on guiding that student. The other thing I like about it, it, it did acknowledge that sixth grade ag students actually exist. In Florida, we've had them for years now, and for so often we've pretended that they don't exist nationally. They actually do exist. I own one at my house. They don't exist. In Oklahoma, there are no sixth graders. They are hidden. No, it actually exists. I've seen one. Um, just body my jacket. But I think that's good. And so I think that idea on program growth is, is a really good thing. I, I'm a little bit concerned on the soul and, and how deep the focus is on career because I think it's a good, yes, we want all of our folks to have careers, but 6th graders, 7th graders, even 10th, 11th, 12th graders, if it's only on a particular career, I get a little little concerned. And so we have to make sure we implement that appropriately without you know, giving some wiggle room and you know, I, I, would, I don't want us to get to the point where we don't have the opportunity to kind of try out a few things and see what's, see what's happening and get ready to, to see how do we make those decisions. The biggest thing that I think we have to make sure that we don't quit on, and this is probably where I'll get nasty emails, is yes, they're separate. SAEs and proficiency awards are separate, but they're, they're, they are linked. The proficiency awards are a, an award or a, a reward structure for SAEs. And if we are going to continue to reward one certain structure, what we actually do is never going to change. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a fundamental, this is, bad, this is the bad thing, <laughs> I'm going to probably get yelled at about, I think there's a fundamental flaw in the structure of how we do proficiency awards. That it is, it is, it is almost philosophically and operationally opposed to what we're trying to say here in this SAE for All. And I think if we really want this SAE for All idea to get implemented and to really make some change that makes SAEs for all students, we have to change the reward structure for this as well. Now, we, we still have the degree structure through FFA, which I think falls in a line. And from what I see of this SAE for All would be very, very good there. But we have to look at that. And I think FFA, because it's part of the same three-circle model, this whole, this whole big component model we talk about with with school-based ag, I think we have to make sure that the other components and the other things that we do are supportive of this change, not some unintended consequences where we are actually rewarding behavior that goes against the change that we're trying to make. And I think we need to make sure that we're looking at this holistically 
rather than some separate little thing that's happening. And if, it st- if SAE stays separate from the classroom and FFA, I don't think we're ever going to make a real fundamental change. And that's, yeah. that's my concern. Well, and it's interesting because being a part of some of these committee meetings and working toward this product, <clears throat> the council or, or those you know, individual people, whoever it might be, they didn't start by saying, we've got to get our award structure fixed. They said, you know what, I don't even care about the award structure. That's not even on my mind right now. What I care about is getting our SAE program back to a place where students are preparing for careers and we're building career readiness skills, and we've got to get back to that. And people are like, but what about the proficiency awards? And what I heard was, that's, that's, not, what we're, that's not guiding this. Right. And so I think they've built what an SAE should be And they haven't addressed really the award structure yet. And I've even heard certain people in that group say, "Um, that's not my concern. I'm concerned with preparing people for a career, not an award. Now, I will say, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And those rewards were built to motivate the behaviors we wanted in the students. So I think if we aren't just so tied to tradition, based on this guide, if we agree to this guide, then we have got to fundamentally think about what is it that we want to motivate kiddos to do. And we've got to change the awards to match that. Right. And, and I think I think that's I think that I agree with their plan. I think they had to start with where they are. I just hope we don't quit. Yeah. I mean I, I think we had to start with, with what the, what we want an SAE to be and then you design awards to mm-hmm. to support that, to reinforce that. Yeah. Because if you know you couldn't start with that proficiency thing first because if it wasn't out there you couldn't you'd have yeah. nothing to reward to make those things happen. So I, I just hope that we don't stop. I hope we don't yeah. just say we've launched this thing and now we have fixed the SAE problem. Yeah. You know, I think SAEs are way too important for us to not to continue to keep to keep working on to make to make uh, make them even better and more impactful for our students. Well, and I think about my own SAE experience. So oil crop production. I raised peanuts. Um I was a national finalist in the Oil Crop Production Proficiency Award. I know, you had to put that there in the recording. Way to go, way to go. I see you I, using that career development yeah. really well. Thank you. <laughs> I had no business being in that final four. No business being there. I had never considered it as a career. Right. I wanted to be a state officer. I needed to have a good SAE project because that's something that you need to do. I needed my American degree. My dad happened to be a farmer and rancher of 8,000 acres. If you would have told me, show me your 10 acres, I couldn't have roped off my 10 acres. I filled out the application. In fact, I even had some people help me use the right verbiage that is really rewarded in the process. My entire focus the whole time I worked on an SAE was winning a proficiency award. So, and, so that's what I like about these new components. Right. Well, I have a question that for it you some of about those. that. Yep. If you were to do the same thing now, right, how would your SAE look different based on the new model? Well, I've thought about this. First of all, nobody ever said, okay, Marshall, look at your SAE. What are the careers that you could end up doing if this is interesting to you? No one said that. 
No one said, hey, did you know that there's a career as a professor in plant science where you could breed these different types of peanuts? No one said that. I didn't know that existed till I became a faculty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, nev- I still don't know what my parents made. I don't know how much money my parents made as a farmer. I have no idea. I have no idea the amount of debt they incurred. I have no idea how insurance plays into that. I have no idea what skills my dad required to negotiate the prices on these crops. I don't know how the, the co-op worked. I don't know. I don't know how much a tractor cost. I don't know how much the combine cost. I don't really know the safety factors. That was never really something I had to do as a part of it. Um, and I think SAE for all, I think it's complicated. It adds a lot of work moving parts, but I think it would have forced me to, have think, to think about careers in what I was doing. Well, here it actually, I mean, what you're saying, right? They have like seven steps here on the last page of their document. Enroll in AGED. Check. You did that. Launch foundational SAE. Never did that. That was not a thing. Grow. And then it's got those five uh, items we talked about, which you did not focus on. Get coaching and feedback. See, I'm kind of curious about that. You focus, like not you, but current SAEs focus on these five areas and getting coaching and feedback before you ever choose an immersion SAE, which is what the traditional SAE was, right? So previously we went from step one, enroll in AGED, to step five, pick an SAE. And I gotta tell you, as an ag teacher, I liked, I liked not, not value-wise, but time-wise, your SAE a lot better than those students where I said, what do you wanna do? Mm-hmm. And I lived in Kentucky, for those that don't give a crap about Kentucky, it's a landlocked state. <laughs> and um, when I have Gerald who said, I wanna be a marine biologist, and I'm like, super, how am I gonna do, how am I gonna help you with that, right? Where Marshall over here, his parents have acreage and I don't have to do anything but show up and be like, still doing your thing? Yep, still doing your thing, okay. And then we can help you fill out the paperwork, right? So helping Gerald grow and develop the skill set he needed to be a marine biologist in a state with no marine life was so much harder and time consuming for me. So that's kind of my question is where, where does that make helping Gerald easier time-wise so that I'm not copping out with the Marshall Baker essays. Well, I think it's really, I think this is a classic problem, right? Mm -hmm. I do think we've created more work for ag teachers. We have said every student should have an SAE. Mm -hmm. But quite frankly, knowing the job that I had when I taught ag, I didn't have time. There was not enough resources for every kid to have an SAE unless... We do something like SAEs can be out working in the greenhouse at the school during school hours, which along, you know, four years ago, there was that SAE guide that said it can be an in-school experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, That's these, one of them now, right? That's school-based experience. School-based enterprise. Enterprise, yeah. So, you know, if we don't streamline it, first of all, so I think that this does create a lot of extra work. I think, you know, you've, we've got to be mindful about why does this exist. And I think you can get caught up in all the the minutia of this 24-page document and all the details. I don't, you know, the council can't come make you do this. It's a teacher's choice. The teacher at the local level's in charge. Yeah, I doubt your administrator's going to run up on this. Right. So, you know, I think as an ag teacher, I would say, why? What? What's the message here? And the message is, have your kids think about what adulting looks like. 
What's your job going to be? What's money going to look like? And I think as a teacher, I would have some days where I went to the computer lab and we thought about what's your future going to look like. And now, do they have that new ag careers thing? It's not do. new anymore. I'm, that's yeah. not, it's not so new, but it's really helpful yeah. on the FFA website. Well, and they're working on that, by the way. Like yeah. this next teacher guide, there are some guides coming out, some foundational guides that direct you to these explorations for what your job will be. And then Oklahoma State has a grant that we're creating SAE, foundational SAE guides so that teachers could go to a computer lab and have curriculum and resources so that we're not just saying, hey, go do this. Yeah. You know, if you go to that website we said at the beginning, there's a teacher book, there's a student book, there's an overview, and then OSU is creating this mm -hmm. website that's going to facilitate it. And then coordinating with Viveic, there are some guides that help teachers grade all of these projects. So I think those resources are key to not just ask teachers to do this without resources. Yeah. Well, I think that's the important part, too, to think about and remember why we're doing this. Because I mean, and the folks who wrote this guide did, did, a, did a great job. I mean, it, it is very complicated. And I guess I'm on the, the looking at the SAE roadmap on page five of that guide. And I, I don't know how they would have done that graphic better. But my first reaction when I first saw this going, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to how am I going to do this? And I think the answer is, is if as a teacher, I completely say SAEs are a completely separate component, a completely separate thing from my classroom lab instruction or from FA, FFA, anything I do, I can't. There, I don't think it is physically possible to be done if we keep this thing separate. But if we go back and we say, okay, what is the purpose of this? And how do I integrate this into my instruction and what I'm doing? I think it can be done because we're doing it for all students. And you you're, and you really focus on those those skills. They're calling them foundational skills here. Again, we can call whatever you know a lot of different words we could have used, but I think some of those things are very basic, and we have to be intentional about teaching those. And that's what we need to be doing anyway. I think in our in our school based ag ed to really integrate those kind of things in there and, and make those kind of things work. Um, and I guess it's it's interesting whether we know it or not, the shift has come back because at least my understanding and the way I've always taught about, you know, Stimson was talking about problem solving. Mm -hmm. He was coming here to try to help, a, you know, an application of learning and solve problems. One thing I think we need to be careful of with this particular thing, we are shifting away from a problem solving approach into a career focused approach. Mm -hmm. yeah. And some people may not see that as a big thing, but I think that is a, that is a fundamental shift. Yeah. I mean, before, at least, and whether or not we were doing it, SAE was kind of, you know, proposed as a way that students were able to put learning into practice and, you know, having that, that felt need because it was their thing they were applying it to. Now we're going through and we're saying it's all about your future. So it was, SAE used to be about what was happening in that student's life. Now, yeah. we're now we're saying the focus of the SAE is to prepare them for where they're going. Yeah, the future. And uh, yeah. I think I think we need some more thinking on that. I'm not saying it's good or yeah. bad, but I think I think all of us in school-based ag ed need to spend some more time thinking about: Do we really want to make that complete shift? Are we losing something if we don't use this kind of focus on what's happening yeah. now? And again, we want all of our students to have careers. That you know, I hope my boys leave the house, become gainfully employed, and self-sufficient. That is my goal. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think there's some other things that we can do with SAEs that if without just that career focus being the sole thing. Now, I do like that they have different um, levels. Like grades six through nine mm -hmm. is just awareness. 
which I think is a fantastic word for what I want them doing about with careers. Right. Right. Be aware of the different career opportunities for you. So Marshall knows about being a plant scientist, and then we wouldn't have to work with them every day. Right. <laughs> so, but then the other two, I'm a little like less um, confident about what they mean. Mm-hmm. Intermediate. What am I do? What What does that mean? Less what than advanced. I, right. But so, and then what is advanced? <laughs> like, am I ready to enter the field, or like, what if I then decide I don't want to do it? So, I understand what awareness is for grades six through nine. I am curious about what as what as a teacher am I doing differently for those that are in intermediate and advanced, and how does that look different from my previous SAE guidance for students? Yeah. Well, and research tells us students that are freshmen do not know enough about careers to make informed decisions about career paths you could be talking about freshman college students <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah so i also want to warn us because I, I i get the sense that there are some maybe even some that were involved in this project that are philosophically very tied to you train you train you train for a job and you get a certification might even be in favor of, you know, magnet schools around careers. This is a medical school. This is a whatever. Yeah. I'm against that because the research shows kiddos don't even know enough about careers to begin to make those choices early. So I think it's important that this project at a high school level, I, I agree. I love that it's this ex- exploration. It's, it's awareness, learning what's out there. I think it's fair to say by the end of high school, you have something that really was your passion. You know, I'm okay with that. But I think we have to also acknowledge that not every one of these kiddos are coming to Rufus Stimson to prepare to go back to the family farm. Right. Yeah. Some of these kiddos are becoming confident and self-sufficient and organized to go and, like my wife, to be the general counsel of a nonprofit organization that does nothing to do with ag. But my wife would say, that ag education fundamentally changed her life and prepared her as a person for a total non-ag career. Yeah, those transferable skills that you can get from your SAE, but that might be missing a little So to force her, you know, perhaps ag communications would be a good area for her, but to force her to decide turf grass management or some career, I think is not very authentic. But then you've got like... Those foundational, right, maybe those are supposed to be the, the, whatever word I'm saying, the transferable skills, mm-hmm. right? Career planning. You can use that regardless of the career you're going in. Right. Employability right. skills for college and career readiness. Same thing. Personal finan- financial management and planning. I could have probably used some of that. Workplace safety, again, same thing. You've got to know it's important. Mm-hmm. And ag liter- literacy, I really like seeing that in there. Um, I don't know if it's going to get at what... It, what's, what its intention is, but man, if we could have, I mean, think about why we're here in St. Louis for what we're doing the next two days is to try and figure out how to help those that aren't involved in food production understand food production, right? Mm-hmm. That would help immensely. So I think it's pretty interesting and neat that they put mm-hmm. that in there. I, I hope it meets that need. Well, I think it's important also to recognize, and, and uh, the, the, the authors of this document, the challenge that they had you know, I had a, when I was first getting into education, a wise old owl in um, Illinois ag ed always said, how do you spell education? Well, you spell education politics. Because, you know, politics is very in here. And you, you read what they, that's on page two of the document, it defines SAE 
and it talks about here SAE is a student-led instructor supervised work-based learning experience that results in measurable outcomes I think we all can agree to that that's kind of like that's the cool thing we want to do and I think the last half of this definition just screams politics and what we've got going on here is within a predefined agreed-upon set of agriculture food and natural resources technical standards and career ready practices aligned with your career plan of study well career plan of study screams Perkins mm -hmm. you know and 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 I get that we've got to play that game I just want to make sure we're, we're yeah. remembering why we're doing what we're doing and I think yeah. I think this is a great step I really do I commend the council for for doing this my thing I say is just don't stop the conversation here mm -hmm. and I think going back to you know, what you're talking about with this intermediate advanced hopefully we continue to do some research on this look at this thing kick the tires on this and we reevaluate after some teachers are using this in a real life right. setting let some teachers be part of this conversation and part of this research to say how do we make this even better what's yeah. what's the next step what is you know what is SAE for all 2.0 you know, right. to, to really make this thing even really better. Because I really do. I think this is moving us in the right direction. We just have this tendency to get attention deficit and move off of it, new shiny object, and, and yeah. forget about it. And we can't do that here. Well, and I think there's also, I've got a, a bit of a concern that we're going to focus a lot on um, praise or critique regardless of the document. Right. But the document doesn't do anything without teachers actually right. utilizing it. So I would be really interested in hearing what teachers think what they're going to what change it's going to make in their classrooms if any or if it's just another red wagon of paperwork that they then say yeah okay thanks move on i'm going to continue yeah. doing what i'm doing in the classroom well and i think to that end kind of in closing thinking about like what are the big tangible uh next steps for teachers i think one is now every sae has um it focuses on these foundational elements. So are you helping your kid? You know, to Brian's point, it says down farther in the document, if, hey, kiddos, if you don't want to be an ag, that's okay. Your ag teacher will help you to identify career skills and an interest. And I think instead of saying, I am entering the turf grass <laughs> management career plan, which is very Perkins, yeah, it's saying, all of us need to be thinking about the end game. And so if I were an ag teacher, to me, the big aha on this is don't get caught up in all the have-tos. Instead, the essence of it is let's have conversations with all of our kids and create a career plan. Hey, Kate, eighth grader, sixth grader, mm -hmm. right? What do you think you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a uh, lawyer. <laughs> Great, Kate. I'm disappointed. I thought you'd really know what I wanted to be when I was in sixth grade. Uh, e equestrian hunter and jumper rider. <laughs> and I would say that's really... This? Yeah. And I would say, <laughs> that's really neat, Kate. And then in my head, I'd think, oh, you poor little sixth grader. You have no idea what you want to be, but that's cool. You could pick that for now. Right. Because I think when you say, you know what, Mr. Baker, I want to be an equestrian rider, I can say, that is awesome. And now I know what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And now school starts to have a reason. I'm not going to school to graduate. I'm going to school to graduate to get to the equestrian school to then become this career. And I think it puts a context to why we are at school. And I think this document says that's, to me, one of the changes. 
Every kiddo needs to have some kind of draft of a career plan. But what happens when they say, um, I want to design skateboards? And you say, awesome, I'm going to put that right in my animal science class. No. Like you get to that idea of right. how, do, how are they not total? If we're doing career exploration and career planning and we want them to pick authentically and not say, well, what is the career you want in ag? How do you then yeah. make it not a complete separate thing from the classes that you're teaching? Well, page four. Um, oh, if, an answer. if you are thinking that your career path is in a field other than agriculture, don't worry. Work with your ag teacher, find a related career within the agriculture umbrella, and use your SAE to build the knowledge and skills that you need to be career ready. So I might say, get into power and tech, understand metals and fabrication, and understand woodworking, and all of those skills then in agriculture could be transferred to skateboard making. Okay. Right. Still, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And so I, I think that goes into, I mean, there is that, there is a more of a recognition in this new model that not every single student is going to have a career in ag, which all kind of said, but we kind of pretended didn't really happen. Mm -hmm. Now we're acknowledging it. I think there is, there is some disconnect there, but I think it goes back into, if we go back to, again, to the overall arching principle of what school-based ag is for, it's about education in agriculture and education about agriculture. And going back here, we're using that as to be informed consumers as well. And I still think that's an important thing that we have to, to build upon. And so there's still value in this new model for, for SAE if we remember about why we're doing it and we integrate it into our total program rather than keep it a completely separate element. I agree. Land this plane, Marshall. Oh, ag teachers. We Help are, us. <laughs> we are feeling sorry for you because there is just there's so much to do here. And I know on top of everything else. But the good news is they haven't sent down a massive framework and just hand it to they have created resources. And that's one thing I want ag teachers to know is, is this perfect? No. Is it an attempt to clarify? Yes. Do you have to do what they say? No. And so I think at least it's resources to help you think about why do SAEs exist? And are your students thinking about their future in a career? Um, please keep your eye on teachers. Keep your eye on the website because they are creating resources constantly that align with this document so hopefully that'll make your job a little easier i think we should get our team on doing a resource roundup for this that's yeah. a great as idea they come up. and our grant when it's done it'll be a website you can take them to the computer lab and it'll let them explore careers and print off a guide for them to start a foundational sae so it's a great conversation thanks to the council it's good to start talking about this and having this conversation because this is a pretty fundamental change yeah in what i want to know is. how the teachers are using it and i think the teachers have got to stay part of this conversation so that it doesn't just stop here so they can continue to really improve this document over time. And yeah. so the, hopefully they engage in conversation with us, but also the larger profession engages mm -hmm. in conversation on this as well. Yeah. And be a part of molding it. It's mm -hmm. not just been forced on you. You are in charge of your classroom. So. But see, that's good. And that, that's kind of the point I want to bring to the ag teachers. Um, it, there are a lot of folks that you can talk to. If you're listening to this or watching this already, there's a comment button somewhere on that. And you're talking to three people that are that talk to the people that are making this. Marshall's on committees for designing this stuff. So tell us what you think. Uh, it's at least three people that are listening that talk to those that are designing. Just to clarify, I wasn't on the committee that designed this, right? No. But I can look at it. I mean, I'm, I'm on, the committee on some of the committee for the that thought about what SAEs could be. And right? about resource building, yeah, right? Right. And then the team actually created this document. So 
there's lots of uh, feedback to be had for sure. Good. All right. Best of luck. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Thank you guys for all the work you do helping uh, prepare kids for careers. Um, that is it for this critical conversation. Elevate your ability to impact the world with an advanced degree in agricultural education and communication from the University of Florida. Our faculty and staff are committed to provide our graduate students with a premier education both online and on campus, equipping you with the tools needed to strengthen the agriculture and natural resources industries. We're empowering agriculturalists who will become the next educators, the next communicators, and the next leaders for the Gator Good. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Owl Pellets. Please visit our webpage for more information on this topic and to learn more about all of our guests. Be sure to follow Owl Pellets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It would also be great for you to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, we ask that you please take a moment and comment on our podcast so others can find it as well. So for Kate and Marshall, this is Brian here by the Owl Pellet saying thanks and we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Owl Pellets, Tips for Ag Teachers.